Real estate wholesalers live or die by their ability to generate motivated seller leads. But deciding which marketing methods or channels to use can often be confusing and overwhelming. Which method should I start with? Should I use one or multiple channels? How much should I budget? What kind of return on investment can I expect? How should I start if I have a limited budget or no budget? Now, if you've ever asked those questions, you don't want to miss this video. There are 10 primary marketing channels for wholesalers and using this diagram, I'm going to break them down for you by comparing the cost of the marketing method to the quality or conversion of the leads that are generated. In a nutshell, I'm going to show you everything you need to know about marketing for wholesalers and be sure to stay to the end because I'm going to show you how to get my comprehensive marketing guide for wholesalers for free. But first, if you don't know me, my name is Jerry Norton. With 20 years experience, I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you want to be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. Now, before we break down the different marketing channels, let's first look at the bigger picture about how a wholesale business operates, at least the way my wholesale businesses operate, as well as many of the top wholesalers in the country. Like most businesses, a wholesale business operates like a funnel. At the top are different marketing channels. Like I said, there are 10. We'll get to those in a minute. The goal is to generate leads. A lead is defined as a potentially distressed seller. For example, a homeowner in pre-foreclosure, an inherited home, an absentee owner, and so on. The next step is to convert a certain number of leads into what we call opportunities. An opportunity is simply someone who raises their hand and says they're interested in selling. It doesn't mean it's necessarily a deal, only that they want to sell. Some people refer to a lead as a cold lead and an opportunity as a warm lead, but I like to use a lead and an opportunity to distinguish between the two. Next is to convert opportunities into appointments. As of this recording in all 10 of my wholesale markets, I've gone back to traditional wholesaling where we go on appointment and meet the seller face to face. From an appointment, we want to execute a written contract and of the contracts we create, how many make it to the finish line and become a closing or a successful transaction. So like a funnel, we do marketing at the top and then at the bottom comes wholesale revenue. Now the acronym for leads, opportunities, appointments, contracts, and closings is LOAC. And with my teams and partners, we look at these metrics religiously every single week. Show me a healthy LOAC and I'll show you a million dollar wholesale business. The goal is to consistently improve the ratios as we move down the funnel. But as you can see from this diagram, it all starts at the top with marketing channels and generating leads. Every wholesaler's dream is to find low cost marketing channels that produce highly motivated seller leads. The problem, as illustrated on this graph, is that there seems to be a direct correlation between the quality or conversion of a lead, if quality is measured by the seller's eagerness to sell, and the cost to generate that high intent lead. There are exceptions, but typically the higher the cost to generate a lead, the higher the intent of that lead and subsequently the deeper the discount. Conversely, the cheaper the lead, the lower the quality or intent of that lead. There's also another direct correlation between how the lead is contacted and the cost and quality of that lead. Let's talk about it. There are two primary methods to make contact with seller leads. The first is what's called outbound. Now, outbound marketing is any method where you reach out to a seller to see if they want to sell their unwanted property. For example, cold calling is an outbound marketing method because you're contacting a potentially distressed seller to find out if they are interested or motivated to sell. 
Now, the opposite of outbound is inbound. Inbound marketing is any method where a distressed seller contacts you to buy their unwanted property. Google Ads is an example of an inbound marketing method because the seller searched for you to sell his unwanted house. Now, as I'm sure you've gathered, outbound marketing is less effective. Since you're outreaching to sellers, you have no idea if they're motivated to sell, so you're looking for the needle in a haystack, whereas inbound marketing is more effective. Since the seller is contacting you, there's clearly high intent. So why would someone do outbound marketing if it's less effective? Because the trade-off is it's a cheaper marketing channel. The same holds true with inbound. Why would someone not do inbound marketing if it's clearly more effective? because it's a more expensive marketing channel. As illustrated in this diagram, outbound on the far left has the lowest conversion, but it's the lowest cost. And inbound on the far right has the highest conversion, but it's also the highest cost. Now, one way I like to think about outbound versus inbound is who gets to answer the question about price. With outbound, when you ask a seller, how much do you want for your property? He gets to say, well, you called me, putting him in the driver's seat. With inbound, when a seller asks you, how much will you give me for my property, you get to say, well, you called me, putting you in the driver's seat. Now, there are two more things you need to understand before looking at the different marketing channels. Return on spend and cash conversion cycle. Now, as illustrated on this diagram, return on marketing spend is measured by tracking how much revenue is generated for every dollar in marketing spent. For argument's sake, Let's say that I wanna see a one to five return on marketing. So if I spend $1 in marketing, I should see $5 in revenue. The question then is how many days from when I spend $1 in marketing does it take to generate a lead, which converts to an opportunity, which converts to an appointment, which converts to a contract, which converts to a closing and produces $5 in revenue. That time frame is the cash conversion cycle, which is extremely valuable to the overall annual return on the marketing spend. For example, let's say that a specific marketing channel has a 120-day cash conversion cycle, and I spend $5,000 in marketing. That means at a 1 to 5 ratio in 120 days, I should generate $25,000 in revenue. That means with a 120-day cycle, I could respend the same $5,000 three times a year. That same $5,000 actually earns $75,000 annually, which is pretty cool, but what if the cash conversion cycle of a different marketing channel is 60 days instead of 120 days? That means I could turn the same $5,000 six times a year instead of three times a year, and now that same $5,000 brings back $150,000 in revenue instead of only $75,000 in revenue. The point is, it's not just about the return on marketing spend, but also the cash conversion cycle. Hey, just a quick thanks to one of our sponsors and we'll get right back to the video. This video is brought to you by PropWire. Now I get asked all the time how to find motivated seller leads and PropWire is simply the best software for finding leads and downloading lists. And the best part is it's 100% free and there are no limit to how many leads you can download. PropWire has vacant houses, pre-foreclosures, absentee owners, REOs, auctions, high equity properties, probate, tired landlords, and more, plus custom filters and stack lists so that you can laser target the most motivated sellers in your area. Plus they have cash buyers and private lenders nationwide so you can quickly wholesale houses and fund your rehab projects. Oh, and one more thing, this is not some seven day free trial that requires a credit card. Anyone can create a free account with just their email address and start building lists and downloading leads for free right away. Check it out at joinpropwire.com. 
Okay, now let's finally look at the 10 different marketing channels using this diagram. By the way, this was originally created by Brandon Bateman with Bateman Collective, who specializes in helping wholesalers do PPC advertising. Brandon and I, as well as Rob Wensley, founder of InvestorLift, did a masterclass on how to dominate with PPC. You definitely want to watch that. I'll put the playlist link in the description below for you. Looking at this diagram on the far left, we have the lowest converting leads with the lowest cost, and those are typically outbound methods. And then on the far right are the highest converting leads with the highest cost, and those are typically inbound methods. Starting with the first most outbound method is door knocking. Now, door knocking is free other than your time, and it's going to have a low conversion rate. After door knocking, next is another outbound method that is free, and that's agent outreach. This is where you call agents to see if they have any distressed property listings that you can make a low cash offer on. After agent outreach, we have two popular low-cost outbound methods that usually go hand-in-hand, hand, and that is cold calling and texting. Okay, now let's go to the far extreme inbound marketing channels, and then we'll look at some channels in the middle. To the far right, the most inbound marketing method is search engine optimization, or more commonly known as SEO, or sometimes referred to as organic search. This is where a high-intent seller does a search on a search engine like Google for something like Sell My House Fast Atlanta. And then your website comes up on page one and they call you. Now, the challenge with SEO is it takes time and money and a lot of consistent work to rank on page one of Google under specific keywords. But once you do, it will pay off huge for you. Right next to organic search on the diagram is paid search, known as pay-per-click or PPC. PPC is where you pay Google to display an ad on page one where sellers search specific keyword phrases. PPC can be expensive, but like SEO, PPC generates high intense sellers who are seeking you out. Now let's look at some marketing channels that fall more in the middle. Facebook ads is digital marketing like SEO and PPC, but the intent is not as high because the seller didn't seek you out. They were scrolling Facebook and you interrupted them with your ad. And this is referred to as social marketing. Next is direct mail, which is basically a print version of the same idea. You're sending a postcard or a letter in the mail hoping to interrupt a seller and create an inbound lead. And finally, two more methods that are typically more expensive and also are interruptive that also create an inbound lead are radio and TV ads. By the way, you may have noticed that there are a few popular lead generation methods that are not on the diagram because they are not technically marketing channels. For example, referral leads, such as an agent referral or a bankruptcy divorce or probate attorney referral, would technically fall under inbound leads and are free, but it came from a relationship, not a marketing method, so I didn't include it. Also notice I don't have driving for dollars, or D for D, on the diagram, which is a free method where you drive around looking for visibly distressed properties. The reason I don't include D for D is because it's more of a list building method than a marketing channel. Once you acquire a D for D lead, you have to market to that lead by door knocking, calling or texting, or maybe sending direct mail. I also don't have on the diagram pay per lead or PPL. PPL is a marketing agency who will do some form of marketing, typically PPC, to generate a lead for you to call. Now, hopefully this has really helped clarify for you how the different marketing channels fit together. If you're getting value, subscribe to my channel. And if you found this breakdown super helpful, do me a favor and leave a comment and let me know. Now, before committing to a marketing channel and a budget, it's important to have realistic expectations as well as understand that certain variables play a role in the outcome of any marketing channel. For example, I just spoke to my good friend Jason Lewis, co-founder of Investor Machine, 
which is a white glove agency that specializes in sending direct mail to very niche lists. And Jason reminded me that with direct mail, for example, the success of a campaign is gonna vary depending on four factors. One, the quality of the list you mail to. Two, the mail piece you send. Three, the closing skills of the operator. And four, the market you're sending mail to. As far as variations in the market, in a market like, let's say, Cleveland, Jason said you might spend $5,000 in direct mail to generate a $15,000 assignment. Whereas in LA, you might spend $15,000 in direct mail, but that would generate a $50,000 assignment. Now, when I asked Brandon Bateman the same question about PPC, he gave me almost identical ratios as Jason with direct mail. He told me as a benchmark, his clients marketing in a local market will spend $250 to $450 per warm lead or opportunity, whereas some of the wholesalers doing multiple virtual markets can get a lower cost per opportunity. And if the operator is good, the close ratio should be 1 in 15 as a general rule. Now, again, just like with direct mail, the assignment fee with PPC is going to vary depending on the market. Brandon actually gave me the same numbers as Jason, about 15000 in Cleveland and 50000 in LA. The biggest difference between direct mail and PPC is PPC has a shorter cash conversion cycle than direct mail, which, as I showed earlier, can drastically change your annual return on marketing spend. Once you understand the difference between outbound versus inbound and the cost compared to the conversion and cash conversion cycles, the next step is to choose a marketing channel and commit to it for at least six months. Both Jason and Brandon recommended not to even start with direct mail or PPC unless you have a budget of at least 5000 a month and you can commit to stick with it for at least six months. If you don't have a marketing budget to do the higher quality marketing methods, then start with free and low cost methods. And then over time, as you do deals, slowly reinvest your profits into the higher ROI marketing channels and scale your business. And to help you really crush it with your marketing, everything I covered in this video, I put into a comprehensive marketing guide that I'll give to you for free. I'll put the free download link in the description box below this video for you. But one thing is for sure, you must track meticulously your LOAC with each marketing channel you use. Remember, marketing channels fluctuate up and down and you have to be able to adjust marketing budgets on the fly so that you can continually reallocate funds into the channels that are working the best. Now, finally, marketing channels are completely irrelevant if you don't first choose the right market. Everything about which marketing channels are gonna work the best as well as which exit strategies you should do are all dictated by the market you choose. So the very next thing that you need to do is watch this next video where I break down how to decide if you should do a local backyard market where you live or a remote or virtual market instead. Watch that video now and I'll see you on the next video.